Hey, where are the white women at? But how did he get down to his underwear that fast? We'll just have to take this pants off so that I can take a closer look. Still others evolved so much, they don't even need to wear pants. <laughs> Are we? Are we recording now? You're the control of the damn thing. I know. I'm. <laughs> that's what makes it funny. Yeah. All right. So we're uh, we're on. You know, this is a uh, this is day two. Day two. We're doing podcasts back to back these days because people can't get enough. No, it's not even true. They, they can get enough. They can't. Oh, I'm sure people are f- packed full of cartoon casual. Cock was it? What a cartoon casual uh, cock cast is what the double D guys called us a cock cast. Even though they're oh, the ones yeah. that invented fucking grinder. Not sure what that means. Copcast? <clears throat> cock. Cock. Oh, I'm like, sorry. Like Wiener? Yeah. Bell End? Wiener. Bell End. Have you ever heard that? The, the term Bell End? No. No, I haven't. Uh, when uh, the Brits use that, to some British slang. It's a, it's guys, that, was, that was British. Yeah, they, they, they use the term Bell End. Like the Bell End is the head of the dick. So they call oh, it a Bell End. Oh, I get it. It's this absolute fucking, or knob. That's one of my sure. favorites too, is call somebody a knob. You fucking knob. Stop being such a goddamn knob. All right, commented on the. <laughs> So I hate Facebook. I really do. Mostly because now of you hate Facebook. I hate. I hate. Fucking hate Facebook. You've reached the limit. I've hated Facebook for a few years now. The only reason why I have a Facebook now is to you know promote podcasts and to you have to have a personal Facebook account to manage a page. So like working with the breweries page. But I've seen you to post, post occasionally. I, and I do it. If you ever notice, the only time I ever post or comment on things is just to fuck with people. Sure, that's what I do. It's and, and that's like that's how I get my jollies, and that's how I how Facebook stays relevant relevant for me because for the most part it's just a bunch of fucking knob jobs. See knob, there's that word. bunch of knob jobs out there. It's either selling me fucking plexus or some sort of essential oil cure for some shit. There there are a large amount of um, if you could somehow really just li- limit or eliminate a lot of things easier somehow to kind of if you could filter out a lot of the nonsense and then people who the other one is that people want to put uh, everything from their personal lives out there on social media and right. I was like you should keep that to yourself because nobody gives a fuck about you and so and so getting a divorce or the fact oh my god he my baby daddy cheated on me and like that's how that's what you fucking sound like that I, I've, those I've, people are like that I'm going to start using it a little bit I mean, it'll be for a little while anyway because I, I noticed I made an excessive amount of posts on my airplane junk out here. Yes, it was it was too many, but I kept changing. <clears throat> excuse me, my um, um, not my personal, my not my profile picture, but I, I made one change recently on that. Put that little, you know, Julia's dog on there with me. But that's kind of funny. This so uh, Harvey. Harvey. She, ha- she has a name. God damn it! I, it wasn't. I just I didn't want to give her name out. Speaking because... of, I I I hope at some point Julia listens to this episode of the podcast because as of right now she's listened to. Exactly 1.5 episodes. Well, good for her. Uh, and that shows she has some taste. Yeah, right. she has, she's like, yeah, I used to listen to podcasts a lot, and then I had a kid. And I was like, I, I get it. Right. But I understand that podcasts are not for, uh, it's not that they're not for everybody. It's not, because there's literally a podcast out there for everybody. There's yes. something for everyone. But it's, it, it is not, they're, the, listening to them, sometimes just, you just don't have, 
Just don't have the fucking time. Does and she, that, that's why I'm way behind on my podcast. I'm kind of getting behind right now, too. There's just a certain amount of... Uh, well, normally I listen to things at night sometimes. We talked about reading it, yesterday, and I want to do some of that. I want to kind of shift my um, free time a little bit into reading. Well, and what she had mentioned was... Uh, I don't remember but driving, if she oh. drives somewhere, I was going to ask you. Because I, I don't know about she, her personal life. That's the only does. time she ever gets, gets a chance to do it. Do, what, does she drive then, distances ever? Not very often. So there's there's so your problem. the last time we listened to one and a, like she, when she listened to one and a half podcast was driving up to Vegas to the concert we went to a oh, couple okay. weeks ago, and she's like, "Hey, listen, the podcast is really funny." Da, da, da. I'm like, "Thanks for finally getting on with it." Yeah. Like that. Thank you for thanks for. Supporting. We're not going to call her an early adopter. No, she's not exactly an early adopter, but I I don't fault her for it because I, I asked her like, "Give me the rundown of your just your everyday like like Monday through Friday. What's your you know get up in the morning?" She's like, "I roll out of bed." And then take care of whatever mess the dog or the kid or both have created. And then I get, and like, then I start remembering back to when Portia was young, and I'm like, fuck, I forgot how much that sucked. Because that, that because just sets your morning. It really it sets it the tone for the day and everything. And also, she's a lot like me, where she can't really listen to a podcast when she's doing something that requires a lot of typing. Or a lot of you know speaking to people because you don't right. absorb the information; you just have noise going on. Now I know, for example, um, Katie Teigen, Teigen. It's still Teigen. Always yeah. been Teigen. I, I know. Listens to it while she's putting on her makeup in the morning. That's when she has it sitting there and she's getting ready for work. Oh, that sounds like it would sound a set a tone for the whole fucking day that would just be wrong. I know. I mean, I, I, how, I, how, how does she do that? I don't know if I would want to listen to me while I'm trying to get pretty for the day. Yeah, it's like, like it's probably really fucking her makeup up. I, I, see, makeup I, up? I, I makeup up. <laughs> fucking the makeup. No. Up, fuck, make, probably not. Up, up, fucking. Not up, up fuck, fucking. Not up, fucking the makeup. That up, fucking the makeup. Oh, Christ. <laughs> She gets up and fucks the makeup up. She, she no. She, let's try that one again. <laughs> anyway, I don't remember. So, there, so there's an example right there, um, uh, uh, Julia. If you are someone, <clears throat> excuse me, mm-hmm. I got something in my throat, and I know I, I'm. Well, it is I'm, the cock cast, so that's good. Yeah, so. Huh. There, there's a there's a, a possibility, you know, because you're so interested in what we have to say, like between we started right now and up to now. You could put it right there by on your, you know, wherever you're getting ready. But maybe we should get some, maybe we should hire somebody to do like a photo shoots of us. But they would be like teen heartthrob shit, like from the 80s and 90s. Oh, good Lord. And Photoshop like frosted tips on us and shit and like puka, <laughs> puka shell necklaces. Now, how is that going to help? I don't know. I think people could put it on like the. <laughs> all of uh, all of the spawns friends. <laughs> oh Jesus! They could put it on their walls. And now, shit. Are, are like, they still? Are they still listening? Yeah. Yeah. Really? As far as I know. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Let me get them to uh, whatever whatever those whatever the kids are doing now with their phones and all. We need to get them to spread the word. That's that's true. Uh, yeah, I get. I mean, <laughs> I got added to a group chat uh-huh. with a bunch of Porsche's friends. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm the oldest person in that group chat by a solid 18 years. How many people are in this group chat? Eight, maybe? Six? That's a, something like that. That's a chunk. It's like a... Yeah, there's like eight. And how does this chat... Uh, how's it going? Uh, it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny because I think sometimes they forget that I'm in the chat. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> so then, like, I'll... Uh, you kind of like, keep quiet, though, as it's going along. Oh, you, yeah. You, you just sit back behind the bushes. And, like, on the side, I'll text portion. Like, don't mention that I'm I'm listening in or, like... <laughs> But but they also know like 
you know, obviously I'm not going to disclose who these kids are because their parents may at some point listen to this shit. But the bottom line is like, I remember, I remember the, the adults that I thought were cool were the ones that talked to me like I was a human being and a semi-adult that didn't talk down to me. Like when I was a teenager, because as a teenager, you're not, you're not a kid, but you're also not an adult, which is why most of them act out and act like fucking dipshits. So like I try my best to not be like that. Like if I don't give out unsolicited old man advice, but like if I hear something like, like piques my interest, I'm like, oh, you guys might want to fucking think about that. How about we? If you guys want to do some debauchery, how about you think about it a different way? Like don't right. go out to like we were talking about last night with Jamie. Jamie's old school came in. She knows right. what the, when I say the cattle ponds. She has a thousand memories of a thousand sure. parties at the the cattle ponds. Same goes with the the Blackbridge. Uh, you know, party spot, not the brewery, right? And things like that. Like you, people that have been around here since they were, you know, teens and, and before that, and remember that shit. So, like, I hear somebody go, "Oh, we're gonna go to a party at the cattle ponds." That that would not be advisable. Not anymore. Yeah, yeah don't fucking do that. I told Portia, I'm like, you go out there, you're just asking to get fucking busted. Right. You don't want a minor consumption. You don't want to be because it's exposed on the other side, like you were saying. Fuck yes, just, man. Yeah. Next time you're traveling, like, um, down like uh, uh, I-40. Mm. Westbound from say DW Ranch Road down, look off to the right hand side. You'll see the you can see the gravel pits over there, and then just head between the gravel pits and the um, the airport is the cattle ponds. Yep. There's it's stupid to party there. You can see bonfires. You can see you can see everything. And it's only about a, three quarters of a mile. Like you know you know. Uh, line of sight and to, folks to, we're here in the desert so those of you that don't really know so it's kind of a clear shot it's a, a clear, clear shot view you can do yeah, everything yeah. exactly it's not like like it's back like, east for me you, for example right yeah hell yeah if you, you, could, you could hide very easily and quickly jesus christ you could after I, just a 20 30 yards or in the, i climbed up we called it the thicket joe and out in the thicket yeah <laughs> out, out in the sticks out yeah. in the briars yeah yeah i climbed a fucking tree one time when some uh park rangers came around and uh we were partying at a, it was a state park. You mean right here or back in no, Ohio? No, it's in Ohio. Okay. Yeah. And I climbed up a fucking tree. And I hit. Just, just hung out. Yeah. Hung out for like. Can't do that around here. Can't really do that. Yeah. You know, I got to crawl under a rock that doesn't work. All you love is really missing out. You can't, uh, of course, you know, if you live back east, you're missing out on the cool desert stuff too we have out here. So. Yeah, you're missing out on the, um, what are they missing out Stars. on? Stars. Yeah, man. When Eli and uh, Laura were out here last they year. They came to my house. They were, were freaking out. And, and your house isn't that far out of the city. No, it's not. And it's got they, still what we could call light pollution. It's still there as far as we're concerned. I don't think Laura had ever seen so many stars before. She wouldn't. I thought she was going to you know, get a neck issue because she was just craning her head back just looking at all the stars. Yeah. Like, this is nothing. It, it really is nothing. And I, I wish that because that was the last <clears throat> night that they, that they were here. Mm-hmm. If they had had another night, the, what we would have done was dri- driven. Uh, but we saw ISS. Like, yes, that we was did. we happened to. It was one of those. It rarely happens that way. And you looked it up on your phone, I, folks. International Space Station. That's the thing yeah. that goes around the Earth. That's been doing it for twenty five years. I don't know how thirty. How many years? No, I think it's been one operational. Two thousand one. I think. Oh, that's it. Yeah, it started building in the late nineties, but I think okay. it went, they didn't have inhabitants or really anything other than a frame until like two thousand one. So what you anyway. can do, yeah, you can go, you go to your you different apps and whatnot. You can go in there and see when it's going to be flying in your area, you know, in, in the twilight or morning or the hours, and it did happen to be where they were visiting you, and you were hanging out having a barbecue at my place, and holy crap, you're another thirty minutes when to see it rise and go and we have we we caught it we we caught it as it was yeah. going across the sky that that right there cemented Porsche being really interested in astronomy and 
now she listens. She's such a she's such a like a cooler fucking kid that I ever could have hoped to have. You know what Porsche's favorite podcast is? No, not ours. Not this one. No, you she listens to it religiously. And Tyson, I, Neil deGrasse, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Star Talk. Yeah. She listens to tar- Star Talk every her. fucking week. Yeah, and I, I'm like, what? Really? And she she uh, listened to the. Um, she sent me a text. This is one of those things that I love to get from my teenage daughter. Is not. Oh my God, so and so so hot. Or oh my God, look at this bikini. And there's nothing. It doesn't cover anything. It's. Oh my God, Dad! Guess who's going to be on Joe Rogan's podcast next week? It's Neil deGrasse Tyson. God, did like, you hear the ones a while? It was last year or so because you know Rogan was kind of a whatever conspiracy theorist about the moon landing. Yep. And and Tyson kind of took him to school. I I more or less. Tyson had he you know he always Rogan always has people on the podcast for the same reason why you have people on a talk show. You know, they're on. They're promoting something. Gotta get the numbers like up too. Yeah, you gotta, gotta get your numbers up. You gotta. Yeah. We're cross promoting all that stuff. Yeah. However, Tyson got on there and he's like, "All right, so I got a book. Da, 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 da. It's coming out. Check it out. I'm doing a book tour. All right, now that we got that out of the way, let's talk about the goddamn moon landing." <laughs> <laughs> and Joe Rogan was like, "Oh." <laughs> like I watched the video of it I didn't because uh, I just I get bored and I, I sometimes I like to put a face with the voice so I watched the, like probably the first half of it uh, or listened to it the first half of it and then after that I, I watched the video and I rewound it to that point that point you know, like Rogan's eyes got real big and he's like ah oh, shit you get, he had that aw oh, shit look on his face like I'm going to be fucking crucified by this guy Yep, this guy's going to fucking take me to town speaking of so last week we're hanging out out here. Who's we? Uh, we, me, you, you and Charlie, Lisa, okay. other people. Mike, other people, whatever. And uh, I made a comment about. <laughs> yeah, Sorry about that. People. Yeah, I don't know how to. I, I got to figure out what's creaking on the. Yeah, I, I got to. I think it has to do with the spring. Yeah, I think it's kind of. So. Oh, see, they're different. Wait, 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 wait People we are, are gonna go, a yeah. couple of fucking children, people. Yes. You, you all knew that. You knew it going in. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It might be here, too. Oh, go ahead. Anyway. Last uh, week. Last yeah. week, I made a comment. Somebody said something about uh, how slavery built the pyramids. And I said... Oh, God. That's why you guys were disturbing the my movie. Well, that was that was part of it. Yeah. No shit. We, we watch a movie here so that we don't have to deal with people being assholes in, uh, in movie theaters and get, or, and we can fucking heckle and say dumb shit or whatever, you know, it, during the movie. But man, old man River, Mr. Gaines here. Hold on a second. Can no, we keep going? No, I, you're interrupting me. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. People, fine. Old people do that because they think they have new ideas and they don't. They're old. Okay. Get out of the way. Wait till the wisdom starts showing up here in a second. Oh, yeah, the wisdom. <laughs> I got your wisdom right here. Anyway. Yeah, old man River over here is like, hey, could you could you keep it down? Actually, no, I did I just said Joe and I went. Yeah, which is ten times worse. <laughs> and then me and Charlie looked down like, oh shit. I mean, Charlie's almost fifty. Charlie's not that much younger than you. Right. But Charlie and I both were like, oh shit. Well, the Sorry. movie was coming to a close. It was Sorry, kind of reaching Mr. a Gaines. crescendo. You've fucking seen that movie a thousand times. Fine. Well what the fuck Okay, talk about slavery now in the pyramids. See? 
But I brought that. That wasn't. I don't think we were talking about that then. It was something we were talking. We were talking about something important. And it was about slavery in the South, I believe. That was the topic came it, up. We were, we were watching about, Old Brother Where Art Thou. That was the thing. And we were actually. He was talking about how. Um, uh, well, you know, we ended that shit in slavery. Da, 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 da. I'm like, yeah, but Charlie, you have to realize we ended slavery after five or six years of war that left. Uh, almost two million people dead. Yeah, there were more people killed in our local little civil war than all other Americans lost lives in all other wars combined. I absolutely, be- I believe that's, that's absolutely true. Yeah. So that, and we were the one of the last it's about states' rights, Joe. Yeah, right. Well, we were one of the last countries to abolish slavery, and he's like, "What? Is it, weren't we? Weren't we the first? No, no, man. Are you kidding me? Fucking- well, there's probably still the countries that are still actually doing this." Still, but, but not condoned by the state. Correct. Not, it wasn't laws on the book saying, okay, there's this. What is it? The three fifths compromise, whatever. They, this, this, this is three. Yes, three fifths. There was, there's oh. no, none of that. There was not. There was no laws on the books. This is just illegal shit that happens in shitty third world, third world countries. Yes. This is the light of the democratic. It was actually this, illegal. Yes. It, was, it, was, it was legal and condoned, and we were one of the last ones. France. France, England, Spain, Portugal, like the big, the big four at the time, you know, in the from the 1600s to the the, the late 1800s, they had they had abolished slavery long. Yeah, but those guys are socialists, Joe. We can't really follow their lead. Socialism! Oh my god! No, yeah, no, I get it, and that's fine. Yeah. So that was explaining to Charlie, like, but but that's not to that's not to denigrate the United States. It's just showing that we're a super young nation. But if you look at the how long those other countries had been nations before they abolished slavery, that they totally condoned oh, it for forever. fucking six or seven hundred years, yeah. whereas we did it in shy of a hundred. So yeah, and so yeah, America. Woo! But wait a minute, but we were bringing over for about a couple hundred something years. We had yeah, but slavery. not. But that wasn't America. That was not the, the United States wasn't true. established. Okay, until, gotcha. Yeah. Remember? No, I remember. You, I remember, remember when remember? when America wasn't a country yet. You need to. I know you're. You don't watch uh, television shows, really. You're not really a television no. show guy. No. But there's one show I I just really want you to get into is Parks and Rec because it's so fucking funny. It's cerebral. I've heard very humor. good things about it. But there's one guy on there. It's a uh, uh, Nick Offerman. On Netflix now? Uh, yeah, okay, I think cool. so. All right. Um, and Nick Offerman plays a character called Ron Swanson who is. He's so far fucking libertarian. It's not even funny. Like he just has these little quips that he makes and shit. Like the, one of the last seasons, they they take a trip. Like everybody in this uh, Parks and Rec office staff, he's like the head guy. Like he's the superintendent of Parks and Rec. He they all take this trip to uh, to England to meet uh, something to do with Parks and Rec over there, and um, his wife ends up being sick and she has to stay in the hotel room. So she sends him out with a camera to go and take pictures, and he's like, "I don't really do the tourist thing." And I'm like, "Ron, I mean, they were just having the, they were having fun, but she couldn't do it. She so couldn't do it. Go so out and said, go out and tour do this around with the, rest, go with the rest of the group okay. and do this." So he goes, "I don't really much go for the tourism thing." And he's walking around clicking with like a disposable camera. He's just taking pictures. And I go, "Ron, there's so much history here. Why aren't you? I mean, Lenin's been around for you know like 1,200 years. Like they're da da." He goes, "Their uh, history began." July 4th, 1776. Everything before that was a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) He says shit like that that's just so fucking funny. And then uh, they finally soften his heart a little bit because Lagavulin is his favorite scotch. And uh, like the one of the ladies in the office was like, um, gave him a letter and said, we know you don't want to do this. We know you don't like this. But here, take this train ticket. 
just show up at this time, this day, this time, and it'll take you to where you need to go. And then they get to the tr- the, the end of the train station. The end of the stop is up in Scotland, and then they uh, he hops on a ferry and then goes over to wherever Lagavulin is, uh, Sky, I think, Isle of okay. Sky, something like okay. that. And he goes to the Lagavulin Distillery, and he didn't realize where he was going the whole time. It was oh, like a okay. scavenger hunt. And he, he gets there, got there, and right? he has one single tear. And I shit, <laughs> so he's standing there, he's got one single tear staring at the uh, over across whatever moor or whatever the like plain kind of thing on a stone bridge and he's looking at the Lagavulin distillery and he has one single tear that rolls down his cheek and they with CGI put stars and stripes it was like red white and blue tear <laughs> it's brilliantly fucking funny that is, was it, a long is it still an that. active show or is it just is no it, it's it, done 2014 I think was the okay. last it, the last season aired or whatever. I've heard so much but about it from many different people really and I, I just never funny. chose to check it out yet it's so. just great humor like another the Ron Swanson kind of thing he's uh, they decide to have like a, a group like picnic barbecue thing and he's his thing is grilled meats and he loves to smoke meats and all that mm. Ron Swanson really reminds me of Tim Schritter shout out to Tim because uh, that's it, it, it really is like there's one scene where he's uh, Ron Swanson is walking through like a Home Depot kind of store like you, it's not Home Depot but you know it's sure. meant to be Home Depot and this he's got a cart with wood and shit in it and this guy walks by hi can I help you and Ron Swanson looks at him and goes I know more than you and just keeps fucking walking <laughs> that's how I feel when I go to fucking hardware stores with Tim or his dad like they're just gonna say I know more than you please keep walking occasionally we'll have to go to um, like if we work on an experimental glider here you can actually use other components but we're not using in major structural pieces it might be like a I don't know what it might be a a spacer or something that I don't happen to have here. Right. And I think people are going to go, what? You get like airplane parts at Home Depot? That's not exactly what I'm saying. But occasionally I will go there and need something for maybe one of the trailers or something like that. So I go right. there and people, yeah. they think they're going to they're, they think they're gonna be helpful. Hey, what, what are you working on? I'm just, you know, so something it's, it's else. It's actually like, a, a DA whatever. Something, something 47 with a Cobra trailer 1987 model. And they're like, okay. What, but how much would you shit yourself if some guy was like, actually, no, I've got one of those, but let me suggest <laughs> something a little better. This is That'd what be my, my friends in fucking South Africa are doing with their trailers. I, I would I would love to walk into a store and have people actually know exactly what I'm working on and exactly what I need because I don't want to waste any freaking time looking for something. It, it, uh, I can't imagine working in something so specialized that you like that you would have to deal with that that would just be kind it's of just a pain weird. Ass. it's really just strange it you just walk in and people are like oh what could i help you with you're like fuck off just fuck and they it. think just, you're an, I, I, I never say fuck, I, so it's just something I, I can't really explain you're not a dick by nature they assume you're working on home though it's probably oh we've seen it all sir we've got the plumbing vine degree flamus slater muffler kniffler pins <laughs> with the brand new canooter valve <laughs> exactly so we, we got it. So what are you working on? No. No. Well, at that point, why don't you just tell them? Let's say it's a... Well, no, you can't hear... No, oh, people are now, now they're getting bored. Because here's why you don't want to tell them you're working on an aircraft. Because then they won't help you at all. And they don't even want to sell you a fucking part. Because they think it's going to be on an airplane. They're going to be liable somehow for something. Oh, that's dumb. Yes, like, that so, happens. Like, so you don't... Really? So I tell them working on a Jeep or some farm equipment. No, no I'm sorry. Ranch equipment. We're not in the southeast anymore. See, my brain is back... Back in the southeast, it was oh, we farm have, equipment out we have, here. It's we have ranch. farms. We have we have farms here. They're sucking all the water out of the ground. Remember? Oh, that's I forgot about that. What a fucking shit show. Maybe I'll. You know what? I think I might cruise out there tomorrow. I have yet to see it. I haven't seen it from the air. Yeah, it looks. It's, the last it's staggering times. because when I first flew over that area uh, near um, Red Lake, folks, we have a dry lake here in the Mojave Desert, northeast of uh, Kingman, 
Northeast? North, Northeast. I thought it was pronounced Mojave. Mo- Mojave. The Mojave. Mojave. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and we've got not a lot of water out here, and we're trying to take care of that. And there are no regulations as far as being in the county for companies to come in and poke a bunch of holes in the ground and, and get into our aquifer and grow a bunch of fucking water-heavy needed plants that get sold around the world. Yay! Yay! For us. What we really need is somebody like Upton Sinclair's ghost to come oh, out and oh, write... Yeah. We'll write something like oil, uh-huh. exclamation mark, with uh, but instead it would be water. Yes. Uh, and, for all and you Upton Sinclair fans out there. So, <laughs> so I flew, I don't know, this was a handful of years ago. I went, oh, here's a couple of the circles out there, whatever. And yeah, it's not that. And then and I didn't fly up there for a, a couple of years. And oh, my God. And then now it's like, holy crap. You know, it's a really, it's it's amazingly shocking what is going on up there. And from what and I adding more and more and more and more. And what I understand, it's horrifically uh, inefficient uh, watering practices. Like it, it was, it's not subterranean drip, which is yeah. what I understood they were. That's what I heard read in the paper. It was going to be everything's going to be underwater. And I went, okay, I'm going to go check it out. Fuck. Yeah, you you can't see it from the road, but when you fly over it because it's far enough away from the main road, when you fly over it, all this is this open water system, and that's all you see is the is the um, uh, evaporation. You can just see, you can just sense the evaporation taking place. I'm going, it's not what I read either, not what I understood. Yeah. So if that's the case, if that's someone should really that wants to have a get a big heart on for this kind of needs to find out if they were really supposed to be doing that, I'll be more than happy to go flying around up there and show what's going on. If there's any kind of regulation with this, how low can you fly over that? Is it 500 feet? It's oh, deck. I can I can get right on the deck because it's, it's if you're away from people or from structure, you can get right on the damn deck. Oh, oh, I thought it was a thousand feet overpopulated areas. And yeah, and, and five feet, feet over. There's a. It's I don't know the phraseology exactly, so but it's but it's over heavily populated. It's a thousand, and then like like lightly, it's five hundred feet. But it but if there's no other building around or people, you can get right on the ground, which I've done before. It's kind of fun. Interesting, but you don't want to hit any wires. See, that's not fun at that point. If you're going along at 200 miles an hour and you hit some, because you can't see these wires sometimes, and they're not marked. There are um, telephone, you know, telephone wires or power lines that have these high visibility balls on them. Yeah, like the red reflectors. Yeah, yeah. But they're not everywhere, of course, and they're not in an area where there's no airports normally. So, of course, you can be ripping if you're not familiar with the area and what's around there. People have been known; it's not uncommon to be ripping along low and go, "Oh shit!" and they go right through. That sounds horrible. Yeah, it's not a pleasant experience. Normally, it doesn't end well. Normally, hmm. speaking of planes, I found something. Found okay. an airplane. I, 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 yeah, I kind of wanted to start a Kickstarter. Now we've lost everybody but Charlie. Ha! I think Kevin <laughs> likes planes. I think That's we've true. talked about aircraft yeah. with Kevin before. Yeah. Now I found. Well, we're gonna rein him back in because remember, hey folks, you remember uh, Tailspin, Baloo the Bear, Kit Cloud Kicker, yeah, all, all those people, right? So that plane was a weird mishmash. I don't know if you remember what the plane looked like. It was a twin. Okay, okay so it looked like a, was it the P-38? Is it lightning, the Lockheed? P-38 is that, lightning. That, is that's the, the one with the twin. On the hot rod. Yeah, it's got two Rolls Royce Merlin engines, I think. And yeah. it's got like two fuselages two, two and then two, uh, yeah. what did they call well, those? The, the, the booms come back and then there's a fuselage in the middle in the section center. that's where the, in the center, yeah. Right. So that flying boat and tailspin is kind of half modeled after that and half modeled off the, the Grumman uh, Mallard. Okay. The smaller version of the Mallard is the Goose, mm-hmm. which we talked about mm-hmm. on the last podcast. Which they really named them wrong because the Goose should be bigger than the Mallard. That's funny. I didn't even think about that. I did. 
Just now. You did just now. But I, I feel like you've been holding on to that for a while. I know. It's something you got to put, you got to stuff down because if you think about all these. Well, flaws, yeah, because then you have the Albatross too, which is actually quite a bit bigger than, yeah. than the Mallard. God damn it. <laughs> now it's in my. Now I don't like those call plates. The, call up the marketing department of goddamn Grumman. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to call up Grumman that went out of business <laughs> yes. 25 years ago. It would be cool if you could pick up the phone and actually dial a number, an old number, and they actually. Went back in time. You could talk to someone back then and bitch to them about. Oh God, that would be amazing. And just pick it up. It's a like, certain special phone. I would call in back. a time warp. Who would you call? Back. You know who I would call? Who? Bill O'Reilly's mom. So like you sure you want to get drunk? You want to get drunk tonight? Oh, I was going back a little further. Oh God, get... <laughs> <laughs> you sure you're going to take your pants off for this? Like really, really. Let me tell you. No, we go back. I don't want to be too political because I was thinking. Yeah, like, we can't. We can't. It was yeah. like kick Trump's mom in the teeth or something like that. But you know, no, that's not nice. Nobody wants that. A lot of people are dropping um, off with Trump, though. All the Trump fans are being very quiet now. Speaking of, uh, real, real quick. No, yeah. no. Wait. We'll talk about that later. Okay. I want to finish this with the goose. I'm waiting. So the goose had the dual Pratt and Whitney duck, duck something goose. or other. The Grumman goose. Yeah. Had the dual like dual Pratt and Whitney whatever mm-hmm. radial deals. Well, somebody's decided that it's a good idea to do some turbo prop conversions uh-huh. on them, like turbine, turbine engines, turbine like jet engines, turbine, yeah. yes. Which is turbo prop, yeah. yes. Really, that's cool. Can, can you buy me one? No. Will you do matching funds if I get a stick Kickstarter going on? Good God Almighty, that's expensive. And you, know, you know how much I'll turbine f- engines cost? Well, I know how much the this the goose. Those goose gooses geese those geese the Grumman geese conversions <laughs> cost I know how I bet it's in the millions I'll bet no it's just a little under it just it's just a little under uh it's four hundred and sixty thousand okay let me get my checkbook out see that's what I thought that's what I love about you Paul God that's, damn it. that's the spirit I want a goddamn Grumman goose actually I like the idea of the the propeller thing but the the, the thing is is uh, or like the old not old uh, propeller but the old uh, radial engine thing sure. I used to think I wouldn't if I ever had the chance to buy one and then pay for lessons, learn how to fly, fly it, and all that. If I ever had the chance to do that, I wouldn't know anybody that could fucking work on the thing because it was it's nineteen forty five. It's technology. a it's a problem now. The 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 fire bombers that used to be here next door they would work on all these radial engines, and there are people that still work oh, on those flying boats that they had. They were so sexy. Yeah, now I loved coming out here to you and can, look at them. Too bad they're gone now. You Thanks, can, Dave French. Probably. Oh no, now he's dropping names. Uh-huh. Um, the um, you can take float plane lessons down in uh, in um, Bullhead City. You're fucking fucking with me right now, really? Hold on a minute. Was that the wait, Cessna or wait, the, um, wait, the old wait, home? Um, wow, maybe it's in both places now. There, there's a flight instruction school down in Havasu uh-huh. in Bullet City, and I'm pretty sure it's possible that both locations have float planes you can take lessons. I knew about Havasu only from last week when we were down at Hangar 24. Right. But no I, I, think that, I think in Bullet City you can, I don't know. Nonetheless, it's at one plane. or both places, you can get your float plane. Now, normally what people do, it's called an add-on. We are just lost. This is now an aviation talk show, whatever. Normally, you get your private license first, uh-huh. you know, and then you get your add-on stuff. You can get a, a float co- plane. commercial. You get a float plane. There's some people back and they get their, their glider rating, which they shouldn't do. Everybody should get your glider rating first and then go on the power plane. That's the way you got to do it. If I yep. were king of FA, that's the way it would happen. I would change the rules immediately. Say that again. Say it one more time. Just from my buddy Josh Gagno because we were just talking if about If I were king the of the FAA, I would require that you got your glider rating first. 
and then go to power. To be perfectly honest, Paul, uh, until I met you and we started talking about this stuff, I always thought that's how you had to learn. No, it makes I, sense I, though, doesn't I, it? Because I just, yeah, because it makes perfect sense. It's logical sense. You learn what you should not be allowed to get a motorcycle endorsement until you know how to ride a bicycle. Like, exactly. It, like everybody basically grows up learning how to ride a bicycle. Everybody in North America, I would assume. Well, the Air Force then, Academy, for example, they, they have a very large gliding program there with some very high performance sailplanes. All the stuff we work out here, they, they have the two place versions. They've got 10 or 15 $200,000 plus gliders and you go to flight school there and I'm pretty much sure that everybody that goes to flight school I think is required to start out in gliders there. I, because they're I smart. Think. Yeah, and they should do that. And and they're not easier to fly but but the reason it's you should go that way because you're not bothered by this noisy, smelly, vibrating engine that's up there and um, you can really feel what's going on with the airplane and you get this, this input like when you Stick and Rudder work. There's a very famous flying book, uh, instruction book called Stick and Rudder from Wolfgang Languici. I don't wonder where he's from. Did you ever meet that guy? No, but my uh, he called my father. I, no, no one's going to believe this. This is because he's the most famous, probably instructional flying book ever made in back in the 30s. I think I've got an original, old original first Jesus. pressing of of from my father. What's but his name? Wolfgang, Wolfgang Languici. It's called Stick and Rudder. That's the name. That should be the only. You didn't have to have any other instructional flying book other than this one. If you knew this, read this. And then worked with your instructor. That's, in my opinion, that's all you'd have to have. Anyway, so when you're flying gliders and sailplanes, it's a lot of stick and rudder, and you're feeling the coordinating turns, and you're feeling what's going on with the air around you, and you're you're even turning in a thermal and lift, and you're getting input back from the ailerons. Your know, ailerons are, are are geared in such a way where you can you can feel subtle feedback. It's trying to push you a little bit with the, just the ailerons wiggling from the air around you. So you're really getting a feel for what's going on, and you cannot get that in the vast, vast, vast majority of power airplanes. And so you really feel, you learn how to fly, and you're part of the airplane, and it's it's a, this synergy that you cannot get, in my opinion, from a nasty, noisy, engined airplane. And so, you know, all the astronauts are pilots. You know, um, uh, Neil Armstrong was a, a glider pilot. Absolutely. And I believe Buzz Aldrin was too. And a lot of these the space shuttle people, it's a big glider when it comes back, when it used to come back. And um, Flying brick. Yeah, so there it is. But I don't know how I got off on that. But it was it was a. Uh, I'm gonna take a break here in a minute. But uh, I can't remember what it was about the. I don't know, I don't know how we. I feel like we spent about three percent, maybe five percent of the time on this on this podcast trying to remember how we got off on that Jesus, fucking tangent. I need some more coffee. I was I was asking for a Kickstarter campaign or oh. just funds from you to get a Grumman Goose that's okay. been uh, turban whatever. Conversion. Yeah, turban and then something and whatever and yeah, but yeah. So. But the, but that's great that there's a float plane school. That that would seems to me that would be illogical for me. I would have to get my pilot's license first. That's what it is. Get your add-ons. That's yeah. what we see. Yeah, because normally normally people get their single engine land rate. That's the normal routine. It's called single engine land, meaning it's not a seaplane ticket. It's a right. single engine. And um, that's what you get first. Then you get some other add-ons, multi-engine instrument rating, and then you can go back and get your seaplane rating and then your glider ticket and things of that nature. But, um, oh, like we just got rid of one of the gliders here, a customer of mine. He was, a, he was an airline pilot, I think, for, for Delta. I don't know if he's retired or not. And I had another customer, Delta, retired. Guy. So a lot of these airline pilots fly gliders for a hobby, and to them it's much more of a challenge. You know, they're they're used to pushing all these buttons and fancy equipment, but they and it's all, so automated. Yeah, yeah, they they all they love to get out of the cockpit of the fancy seven eighty seven or whatever and come into a nice high performance sailplane, and they they say it's just where a, you literally have what do you have an altimeter 
Well, you got some fancy. You got some flight computers now that are GPS and all that for for navigation. I'm talking about in a very basic, high performance sailplane. You're you have, have an altimeter, an air, airspeed indicator, and what they call a variometer. A variometer is a rate of. Oh, we lose more and more people. A variometer no. is a, a rate of climb. Um, power planes have what's called a rate of climb. It's a needle that says you're you're not climbing at you're at zero or plus 100 feet a minute, two, that's three, the, four. That's the weighted thing with the little horizon yeah, indicator. Well, no, no, that's the artificial no. horizon. So okay. that's in, but it, it's got it's one one needle and you're at zero or it's going up. Okay. And or down. That's a rate of climb. I like how now. you're sh- you're pantomiming this right now. Yeah, you like this. people can see the drawing. People cannot see it. They can tune into the video <laughs> video version of the. Oh, we don't have video. No, version. not we, yet. Yeah. So um, they have these in every power airplane. All the big jets have a rate of climb, but they're not very sensitive because they don't really care. It's a power plane, but so with a very very sensitive version of a rate of climb for a glider, it's called a variometer. Here's a little piece of history. The first really successful variometer was invented by uh, a Jewish guy right before World War II. Now the Germans thought he was pretty cool um, because the Germans loved gliders back then as well. But then they found out he was Jewish and it wasn't such a good idea. They didn't think it was a good, uh, you know, that's how fucked up the Germans were. They, they, in, wow, in spite of his Jewiness, they didn't fucking, oh. no, be, I mean, because of his Jewiness, of, they, they didn't give Jewiness. him any credit. I think they took credit right. away from him and all kinds of crap. They, they, they thought he was, a, he was a genius. He was a mechanical genius to devise this variometer and then later on, he was Jewish, and they kind of went, nah, I don't think so. So that's what you have, and then we're going to cut the fuck out of here, or not, gonna, I need a break. <laughs> you have a airspeed indicator. You've got an altimeter. It says how fast you're going, how high you're going, and then the glider, you want a variometer. It tells you how fast you're going up or down in the lift that you're circling in to gain altitude. So it okay. gives you how many feet per minute, and then you feet, have 200 feet. Stick. Stick and rudder. And that's it. And spoilers, like die brakes, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But But that's... That's all you really need, and there's been a big push lately to get back to some simple primary training. In other words, you could get into a basic, basic glider that's there's really almost nothing in, and do little hops behind a a car. You can even tell like 20, 30 miles an hour at the most, and you can kind of just get off the ground a little bit, and then you can start learning coordinating turns. And you can do this with kids. I mean, ten year old, eight, nine, ten year old kids can do this and do it very well. Could we do something like that here at the Kingman Airport? No. We would want to go somewhere else probably to do that. Why? Because it wouldn't be really a registered aircraft per se. It wouldn't have an end number. It wouldn't have an official oh. airplane. So, but you, there's plenty of places to do it though. There's, you don't need that big of a place. You go to Red Lake, for example, would be a perfect place to do this. And I think you could get the interest of young kids right away because what happens is everybody loses interest now, right? With all their video games and that kind of stuff. But if you can get a kid, hey, here's this little thing, a glider thing. You can get in this right now. And lift off at such a low speed that if it were to crash, it wouldn't really matter. Yeah, it's not going to hurt anybody. Yeah, yeah, and you could get actually physically off the ground behind a car, maybe a 100-foot rope or a 50-foot rope, gently. And they can turn the left and turn the right and go down and up and start to get this feel. And in theory, the theory is that would hook them at an early age. And then when they're 14 years old, you can actually solo in a real glider, take some lessons. And then that's what I did. I was 14 years old when I soloed a glider just after my birthday, on my 14th birthday. And that's kind of not uncommon to do. And then when you're 16, you can get your private license in a glider. How many people have we lost in the show? Uh, I don't think we lost anybody. I think a lot of people are interested. Okay, so when you're 16, you can get your private license. That means you can take people up. So when I was 16 years old, I actually took my friends up. I took my stepmother up, my grandfather. It's in my logbook. Holy to, to shit. My, to my grandfather. I took, at 16 years old, my father knew that was kind of an important thing to do, too. He said, you know, when you get your license, you want to start doing this. And you can go back and look in your logbook and see what you did. You know, you took your, your friends and your family up when you were kind of a kid with your actual private license when you were 16 years old in a glider. Then 
when you're 16, you can solo in a power plane. You can first solo in a power plane. But then you, you have to be 18 to get your license in a power plane. Okay. So there, it's two years apart on each one. But that's the logical step, and that's the way to do it, no in shit. my opinion. And unfortunately, it seems like it's a fairly cost-prohibitive one, it's cost prohibitive for people to do it, or they think that it's completely cost prohibitive. Yeah, it's not it, always if you do it a different way. You know? Right. And then there's just not a lot of interest out there, unfortunately. And people should be people should be interested in it because I don't know anybody that wouldn't find it really fucking cool. Like I, I don't know anybody that like when they come out here to the airport, they're like, Holy shit. Mo- These flying machines go in the air. Like, mm-hmm. like most of the kids that we take are are very happy to do it. There's I would say about a quarter of them could care less if they're in an airplane or not, wow. which, which to me is a pretty high percentage. I mean, seriously, they're, they're doing something else. They're literally texting on their phones and not really, they're not texting pictures either of what they're doing. They're just kind of, and they're looking down really. And I'm trying to fly around. Hey, there's, where do you live? Let's go fly over your house. Oh, it's somewhere over there. And they just don't really and care. They don't, it doesn't, yeah, yeah. which is bizarre to me. Yeah, it doesn't make any we sense. We can take a break at the fuck out of this flying conversation. It's funny though. I, I folks, I think you'll probably agree with me that it's nice to hear somebody who's incredibly passionate go off about something that they're passionate about. So, all right, we're going we're going to take a break, and I'm going to beat the shit out of Paul. Please uh, do because he's so much. Got to pay this time to do it. Like, you don't have to pay I, me I, I anything. Plenty. Oh, come on! You I'm drinking your vodka, so it's fine. Oh yeah, what are you drinking? I'm drinking coffee, folks. Straight I, coffee. I'm drinking uh, cucumber, the Spindrift cucumber. Yeah. Soda, no Shout sugar. Shout to Spindrift. We'd love to get you to send us some. Uh, Just spin send us drift. a case of Spindrift and yeah. uh, and Tito's vodka. Oh, that's where my Tito's are going. Big ass, shout out to Tito's. Ass munch. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Be nice if Tito sponsored us. Oh, I'd love for them to come in. Tito Beverage. Mr. Beverage, would, I'm certain Mr. Beverage comes out and looks at the Grand Canyon occasionally. Would probably just love to come around, have a flight, and uh, you'd fly. You could fly him around. Maybe get permission to fly over the Grand Canyon or down in. Well, there's a couple of corridors you can do that. And then uh, come back here, do a podcast with Tito, and maybe he'll give us one bottle of it'd be, it'd be Tito. Great. Yeah. But it'd be a signed bottle. Oh, you're goddamn right. We still drink it. Yep. All right. We're going to take a break. Listen to music. Thank God. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. And let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, hold my hand. In other words, baby, kiss me. Fill my heart with song and let me sing forevermore. You are all I long for, all I worship and adore. In other words, please be true. In other words, I love you.
heart with song Let me sing forevermore You are all I long for All I worship and adore In other words Hit the fucking button. Yes, I hit the fucking button. All right. Jesus. See now I'm Can't all good help around here. Now Joe's all wound up now. I am all fucking wound up because I got a I got a phone call from Master Tim. Mister Schritter called me and let me know that the podcast we posted uh, this morning. This morning? Yeah, this well, morning. Midnight. Sure. Midnight. Yes, this morning at midnight. See, I'm all worked up. I'm all. <laughs> I, 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 I'm tuned up. Well, because I really and I'm really glad that he called me because I don't know that anybody else would ever tell me that that, that level sounded off. But it's apparently I'm not loud enough, and Paul is too loud. So I apparently, well, I, in general, I am too loud. Yeah. Well, just yeah. overall, figuratively, actually, you know, everything, everything, the presence of me, my hair is too loud. Which is funny because I've always been called loud and fucking obnoxious. So. Uh, for me to be quiet, I'm surprised anybody called me on it. But uh, well, except that you can control it on here. So are, are our I, knobs uh, being tweaked correctly? <laughs> a, I'm looking at your knobs over there. <laughs> Just want to know. I only got one knob, baby. One knob for you. I know. So, uh, Every, but I'm curious on the sliders I think this up is there. A, I think this is an editing problem. I don't think that it, this is a recording problem. Okay. But I can tell you right now, my uh, my next phone call regarding this is going to be to talk to our uh, our executive producer Cyrus Poe. Oh, he had some criticism, too, of our podcast. Oh, yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah, he had some criticism, but I have some criticism of my own. Uh-huh. No, not really. I, ex- I I accept the criticism. So if anybody ever notices that there's like a... Um, oh, yeah. Jesus, John. I had, I had to let that out. I had, I had to decompress you a little bit. had to I let had, it out. I had to. It was actually painful. Um, You're uh, damn right, way, it's painful. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your eyes are going to water. Oh, uh, man. Oh, water. Huh. It wafted up here. I can't wait for this. Uh, just can't. It's it's it's, it's, it's it, coming over at glacial it's, speed. It's, <laughs> here it comes. Oh God! It's yeah. I I, just, I don't know why I'm so gassy today. I well, welcome back to flatulence. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> about K fart radio KFRT. <laughs> oh God! Ninety six point six. So I am curious. I'm looking at the sliders over there, and our sliders. our levels are the are the same. For the most part, uh, they are they're 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 virtually identical. Oh wait, what are these other the ones down below? You have, you no, have gain, you have volume. Oh okay, I gotcha. What'd you just do? Oh, there's definitely one that's on that I didn't think was on. It's like a microphone that's turned on. <laughs> oh, or turn it off. I, I'm trying. It won't let me to do that while we're recording, so it's fine. It's it's the, the mic is off. It's fine. Is it it's down fine. now? The volume is it's down. down. That the one. gain is down. The volume's down. Everything. So right. maybe that's why the echo is. Hey, welcome up. to Cartoon Casual. We're, we're amateurs. Oh my god. Jesus oh, Christ. We kind of are. Oh my god. We kind of are. See, this is what happens when my kid goes to camp. That's what I wanted to talk about. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, Porsche's at camp and where's camp now? Yeah, it's uh, it's it. It's up near Big Bear, like uh, California, like yeah, up in the mountains. Sure. Um. 
She's going to be there. She texted me right before. She's like, I love you. Da, da, da. We're turning in our phones now. So I will, um, I'll talk to you in like This is one of those religious days. camps where they want to remove everything away from you so they can kind of brainwash you. Is that what's going on? No, I like to think oh, she's I'll already. I want to be unkind. She's already brainwashed. It's fine. Yeah. No, uh, it, it is a church camp. Um, but okay. I like that. And, and it's funny because she told me, she flat out told me that she was um, looking forward to unplugging a bit from social media and her, from her phone and all that stuff. And I, I, I'm... I, I find that to be incredibly refreshing when it comes to the youth of America, that there are people out there, there are young people out there that still want to do that. I feel like there's a bunch of adults that should fucking do that as well. I'll bet the uh, her generation and around that is probably better at unplugging, possibly, just run with me in this, than we are because, and I know I'm older than you, but because we kind of, you know, we kind of grew up, we didn't have it. Right? right, and then we had it. It's like this new thing, but it's almost like if you were born into it and you're used to having it, it's not as big of a deal, and therefore you're it's easier to kind of unplug and get away from it a little bit. I agree with that a hundred percent because for us, it's kind of a new thing. It's kind of a uh, um, it's something that you didn't have, like you said, growing up. And I'm in that. I'm kind of um, I'm I'm st- I'm like pulled between these two generations. Actually, yeah, you are. You're kind of right. I, yeah, I'm right there in the middle. Like I'm not. Yes, I identify with the millennials because I just because of all the things that go along with being a millennial. But I also kind of identify with Generation X too because I remember um, the Seattle sound coming. What up are and you? The grunge and all that stuff. I like it, it. It really kind of depends because I was born in 1981, uh-huh. it, and Timmy and I talked about this a while back too because he's you know he's technically a sociologist, mm-hmm. and we talked. He said um, when you when when it comes to generational. You know, it comes to generations, you can't just put hard dates on things. You, and so they say millennials are anywhere from uh, 80 to 84 to like 2000. Anybody born in that time? Okay. It kind of, to 2000, to anywhere from 96 to 2004. Like that, those are your, that's your kind of weird time frame. And it's kind of malleable at each end uh-huh. because, and the reason why you can't just place a hard line on it is that like, like I have a friend, Andrea. Andrea's, um, identifies more with the Generation X folks because she has a brother who's like three or four years older than her. Okay. She and I are essentially the same age. She's like five months, six months older than me, something like that. We graduated the same year. We went culturally. We, we may as well be the same. Except she was exposed to people that are just a few years older than her. And that's what makes her identify more with that generation than the newer generation. I can see that because you can't, just, like you said, you can't just put hard and fat. But you know what they call my generation? The Wigs. What is <laughs> like, like the Wig the, Party. Really? Back, like, wait, no, like, quick, just, like that's the, how old I am. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, see, see no one's going to get it because you're younger than Because we're so much... I, I was trying to be funny and go... Because I know that I'm kind of a, uh, a baby like, boomer. Yeah, I no, you, fall in, you barely yeah. fall under the baby boomer right. thing by like one year to right. a certain degree. And, but, and then, but the next is... what? What's the next one after the boomers? The, uh, I think it's Generation X. Yeah, X, that's correct. Yeah. yeah. So I've heard some data that I did fall... Depends on who you're talking to. 60 to 80. 60 to 80. 1960 to 1980. Yeah, 1980 to 2000, 2000 to right. present. So like that. and that'll be the end. Exactly. So that and that's why it kind of depends on how you, um, again how you it, identify kind of how you identify who you surrounded yourself with when you were growing up. Like I also have this weird thing with Generation X too because I like I said I I, I have a cousin who's about ten years older than me that fed me all this music and just all sorts of media and magazines and books and. And tons and mixtapes and, and 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 then later on mix CDs. He was just trying to get rid of a bunch like of his that. crap, wasn't he? No, 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 because he, he didn't have. He was he was an only child. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think he, if I remember right, I think he had a 
sister that died when she was real young prior to me being born like I didn't know her but uh, he didn't have any other siblings so I was kind of like his little brother mm -hmm. so he would he said hey man you should do that he would take, take me out in his nice car and we'd go cruising and shit on Friday and Saturday nights and introduced me to high school girls when I was like 12 you know she yeah. just shit, yeah just a lot of had a lot of fun a lot of debauchery with ooh I have too. a story about that the only time I, the second time I've ever in my first time ever in my life that I was arrested uh, was with him so that was cool yeah ish but anyway, so like it, it all really kind of depends on what um, your it, it what generation you identify with depends on your um, a little bit of your upbringing and um, when you're in during your formative years and you're forming your who you are, say like eight years old to probably fourteen or fifteen, uh, who your influences are. And my influences were some older people and some younger people and some people my age. So I'm kind of stuck. Whereas, so this is this is where I wrote, to wrap this up. I'm from this weird, confusing in between age, you know, that I, in uh, let's see, eighth grade, I had a keyboarding class. Keyboarding. Keyboarding, where I was typing on a manual typewriter. Jesus. By the time I graduated high school, five years later. They were offering computer programming classes my senior year. And you were right in the middle of the, the switch. Right. Yeah. So I was right. So like not only did Windows 95 come out, it came out early or like uh, early in my uh, freshman year of high school. And by the time I graduated high school, they were offering high speed internet in Kingman. So like that's a huge jump if you really, if you're it, oh, like you, you understand that's a huge jump in technology and culture oh. and da da da. So oh, yeah. Just sped the fuck up when it came to that point. So, yeah, I've been uh, like uh, people show me shit. Like I see things. Another reason why Facebook annoys me. I see shit that I saw ten years ago on the internet. Yeah. Like, oh my god, look at this. Isn't that fucking funny. I'm like, you're yeah. fucking really like. You didn't see that? Like, where this? That wasn't me. What is that? I don't know. This is a motorcycle. That's like an engined vehicle of some sort. Piston. Yeah, but it's not an airplane. I don't know. Um, Paul's do, all freaked out. Do you hear what saying. I hear back here again? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna deal with it. No, it's a drip. The, the fucking thing is dripping. Oh, Paul's again. got the drip again. But but listen, listen to me. Uh, this is gonna be an exercise in control because I'm not gonna Good. let it phase me. This podcast will have the same low low quality as it normally does, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not gonna let that bother me. That's goddamn right. But but by God, the fucking sound levels will be right. Actually, I, I have to finish my thought on that. Oh. Anybody out there, if you ever hear our shit sounding weird, please let us know. Facebook page, email, text message. You just open up for criticism. I was going to say, you know please. what you guys ought to do? Just turn all your levels fucking off. Yeah, just turn them <laughs> off and shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's and our if, request. And if you want to say that, that's fine sure. too. I mean, you can eat a bag of dicks, and but, but you know, duly noted. Yeah. Now, a couple days ago, speaking of things that irritate me, and I think someone took a picture of, I went out to eat. This was um, Monday. Was it Monday. I don't know. It was Monday. Okay. Uh, and uh, went out to eat with uh, Mike Himmon and uh, Steve Redmond. Went to Mexican, went to Oysters. And, all right. And, and it came time to pay for the meal. Okay. And we all had the separate checks and that kind of thing. So I pulled my wallet out and my money was out of order. Oh, Steve actually this? sent me a picture of this. He goes, Paul had such a good meeting today. He's having such a good day that it doesn't even matter that his money's out of order. No, it, no, it's not. He's, in, he's, he's not correct on that. He, oh. he, he, he like Steve does, he took a picture, he documented the event, but he said something that was totally wrong because it did bother it, me. Oh, did it? And then did you, yeah, you, 
here's the thing about shit like that. I don't understand devoting energy to things like that. Uh, well, I don't either. Doesn't matter. So why don't you not? So, but the thing, the point was, is that okay. I uh, just straighten my money back out. For all of you, I know there's some that appreciate this. I have had conversations with many friends on this topic, and we all know that you have to have your your larger bills to the back, and be facing up, facing forward, and then go down small sequentially. They just have, that's the way it is. This is the first time. This is this is a very monumental moment, Joe. Okay. This could be the first time I pulled money out of my wallet where my bills were out of order, and I can't think of how many years. Did you fix them before you put them back in? Yes. I had, I fixed them. Snooze fest, snore, moving on. That's a waste <laughs> of fucking time. It's a waste of time, waste of energy. It's not. No, it really is. I know it, it is. No, no, you know. I know you know it is. I had to fix it, my brain. It, it fucking, okay. Yeah, that's it. How, how about you fix the root problem first? <laughs> So um, the, the point is, though, is he that he chuckled it, and didn't comment. No, folks, just so we're, he, he's like, no, 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 that's too easy. Why would I do that? Think about all the fucking time that you wasted doing that. I told you how people used to fuck with me during pool tournaments, didn't I, my friends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dumb. They would fuck with my wallet. I'm gonna fuck with your wallet from here on out. No, you're not. Because yeah, I'm gonna keep my wallet in my pants. I'll go. I'll dive right down in those pants. Oh, I don't you, give a shit. Really? Like you haven't done that before? Oh well. Now, how often I'm, do you I'm, not I'm, dive down? I'm, Those are fewer times we I'm can gonna, count our I'm going to fucking gargle your balls. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fucking... <laughs> oh, shit. Would okay. you use like old school Listerine so they really start t- they're really yeah. burn and tingling on my fucking, balls? The yellow one, the one that looks yeah. like this? Oh, my God. That's oh, strong. That, okay, that, that reminds me of something. Mm-hmm. All right, I, confession time. Boy Scout camp around from 1990. Oh, Boy Scout. Any story that starts out Boy Scout camp. Yeah, yeah. you know it's going to be fucked up. See, here's the mm-hmm. thing about my troop, and I'm pretty sure, like, let's see, one of the Scoutmasters is uh, now passed away, and uh, a couple of members of the troop have passed away. So the statute of limitations really doesn't matter at this point. Uh, Are we going Sandusky here? No, fuck you. No, no, I just no, thought no, you no, soon. No, 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 no. Okay. No. There's no right. molestation. Like I don't. Uh, I'm pretty sure the only hand jobs I got at boys in Boy Scouts were from me. Like okay. I'm fairly certain. You don't call that a hand job, though. It's not a hand so, job. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, feeding the ducks. It's <laughs> blasting off some knuckle children. Yeah, we can just go on and on. I could. I really yeah, could. Yeah. All day. All day. I could. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, no. The confession is, is it? And I, I haven't thought about this in more than 20 years. I got the uh, one guy got the idea. He's like, you know, that guy's a real fucking prick. And so, yeah, I don't like him. This guy from another troop from our home, from our town. A kid. This is a kid. Yeah, okay. he's a boy. It was like 14, 15. Okay. Troop. So I was Troop 82, Troop 544. I don't think anybody from Troy, Ohio is going to hear this, but if they do, they'll be like, oh, fuck. We took his Listerine bottle because we had, we were at, we're, God. right, we're at camp for, Five days, six days, whatever, seven days, something like that. And you had communal showers, uh, but they, you know, had like your, you, everybody had their own stall. Okay. Right. With a curtain and all that. So we, uh, I, he, <laughs> so fucked up. Well, we know where the wizard is going. So oh, yeah. I filled in, his yeah. urine, I filled his Listerine bottle with urine. Filled, it was 100% urine. 100% urine. 100% my urine. Wow, and it was it was spot on. Was the I mean, color the, pretty the close? The color was perfect. Yeah. You know how hard it is to get your urine to match. I was going to say, did to, you work on that? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, just yeah, like a like, little more water, less water. Yeah, absolutely. Like I saw what my pee looked like in the morning when I got up, and I was like, okay, we're going to take a shower after PT and um and 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 lunch or and and breakfast. So I'm going to drink very. I'm not going to drink any water. I'm just going to drink like some OJ or some milk or something like that. So it's still yellow or right, still uh, it sort of like a, a darker yellow. Uh, 
So I uh, go to the showers and uh, he had set this guy. It was, he was, he was such a fucking prick. Like, I'm not going to say his name because I know I'm guarantee you he's still a fucking prick. Anyway, he, uh, he would set his stuff up and then go and take a shit. And then like 10 minutes later, come back to his stuff in the stall. And that's one of the things we didn't like about him because he didn't go in and take a combat shower like you're supposed to. And, like and get your shit out of there. You would just go in there and fucking watch other. But he had his Listerine and his shampoo and his conditioner and his fucking body wash and that and would take up a whole fucking stall for forty five minutes. There's only I think there were 16, 16 showers for probably five hundred boys. I mean that's a that's a lot of that's a fucking bullshit. The guy was a, he was just a prick on top of other things. So. Uh, when he went to take a shit, I went front, grabbed the bottle, dumped it down the drain, filled it with urine, and uh, yeah. So you I, know that he used it. He used oh, he used it. He used it. They questioned uh, lots of people at camp. They tried to figure how out how many people knew that you did that. Fucking, uh, I mean, right before he learned of him one, his own, just one. So if you knew if someone was, else found out about it, it was your buddy that that would have ratted. Yeah, okay. it was my uh, senior patrol leader. So like. The senior patrol leader is like the guy. I don't know. You weren't in Boy Scouts, were you? So no. senior patrol leaders. You have patrols. You have a troop. You have you have a council. You have your troop. You have your your patrols. The senior patrol leader would be the guy who's in charge of all the patrols that reports directly to the scoutmaster in each troop. Senior patrol leader was like, and we were in cahoots with this because he really wanted to teach that guy a lesson. Also, this may or may not have been around the time that uh, we all first saw Full Metal Jacket. So we're like, we're uh-huh. fucking. We're going to give him a goddamn blanket party. This is also what happens when I say I was in Boy Scouts, people chuckle, and then I tell them that, that our scoutmaster and assistant scoutmaster were um, former Navy drill instructors. Nice. Which, you know, Navy drill instructors train Marines. Marines, yes. Yes. That's why when everybody else would go, all right, we're going to do a, it's going to be a 60 miles over the course of four days or five days or something like that. We would do 60 miles in three days that way we could relax the last I'm like Jesus Christ we have to fucking this isn't Viet fucking Nam okay we don't need to hump up and down the shit but no we did not taking the hill uh... taking the hill god damn it (laughs) go what is your sole purpose in this that that, that kind of shit but we we had to do that and they that what same scoutmaster was like yeah we don't really care about your uh, what what the the field the Boy Scout field book or Boy Scout handbook says uh, is a is the proper weight for a backpack mm-hmm. it should be no more than a third of your weight. And he goes, no, I don't see that. I I say carry what I say you can carry, motherfucker. <laughs> so like some of us, like some of the bigger kids, like myself, we had fucking seventy five pound packs. Jesus, yeah, it was like might as well carry around bricks or some shit. But yeah, but it kept us in shape and kept us like. I think we we're sweating out the testosterone, so we weren't just like a bunch of walking boners. At like, 14. so you sure you had to keep you busy, yeah. You, you know. But yeah, they they questioned us. That fuck that guy knew. I'll tell you what though, I didn't see him at camp the next year. Oh, the God. guy we taught him a fucking lesson, I guess. Yeah, like I said, he was just a dick. He would he would, uh he would come. He was the type of guy that come around where you're trying to fish and just throw rocks in the fucking water. Oh, good, like that kind of guy. Yeah, I would have pushed him in the water. Yeah, I no drug it by the hair into the water. He's such a fucking dick. But we but talked to him at camp because your daughter anyway. is at camp. I think that's how we got. Yeah, her. I'm so yeah. sorry we got that's off okay. on that. Yep. But yeah, so. she's at camp, church camp, and I, I like that she's able to unplug from that. I think it's fucking brilliant that, yeah. that she and not just her, like uh, like other people her age, like you said. I think that they're just more apt to be able to uh, un- unplug. And, I think it's kind of sort of back to the airplane analogy, but it might be because, like, if you were 
you know, nowadays airplanes are no big deal because people are born and raised around them. But, you know, 100 years ago, it was a huge damn deal when a human being was up in the air and an object that was like pure fucking magic. Well, here's the thing, though, Paul. We talked about this. That it still amazes a lot of people. It amazes me every time I go up still. Yeah. It amazes people when they come out here to the airport and go, holy shit. It kind of unnerves my passengers, though, when I start screaming the top of my lungs and flail my arms about and say how awesome it is now. I have no idea how this works. Then my passengers go, <laughs> I don't even know how this black magic works. I'm like, oh, no, old man Gaines has lost his marbles again. Yeah. Pass me the flask. Flask. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think it'd be funny if you <laughs> you should just you should put like water, mar- like, just, like no, like martini shaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. You should. <laughs> Do you have drink holders in your plane? Yeah. Could you fit a martini glass in there and you just like, all right, uh, folks, we'll be cruising can. it to fucking six thousand feet and we're headed to that. Have a shaker, like a martini shaker. And then you start shaking and like, and then pour it out and people are like, what the fuck? Hey, shut up! It's got autopilot. Okay, we're gonna put an autopilot. It's fine. Okay, I'm like, my father flew for Delta for thirty years and he was every fucking day. Didn't you see the movie Flight? I'm better pilot when I'm drunk. I love that movie. It's such a good movie. Oh shit, balls. So All Por- right. Porsche comes back when? Porsche comes back Saturday. So I'm yeah. going to go probably a solid 10 days without seeing my kid, and it bums me she out. She comes back this Saturday. It's coming Saturday, yeah. Okay. She left early Monday morning. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. Gonna be, it's the beginning of her being gone. Oh, yeah. I'm getting used to it, I guess. Whatever. Oops. Ah, it's still. Eh. Yeah. Anyway, it's still, it still sucks. Yes. Yes. Uh, amazing. Uh, contrary to popular belief, folks, I do love my child, and she's a lot of fun. She is. She's fucking funny, isn't she? Yes, she is. It's disgusting. It's from you. It's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, we have hats available now. Just thinking of that too. We have. Uh, oh yes. <laughs> Sorry, shoehorning in the segue. I had to do that because we, like, we uh, picked them up today, and uh, we have to get photographs of the. Uh, our photographer, by the way, is coming back in town on Saturday. Oh, good, good. Yeah, we do have hats for sale. We have yeah. uh, the military just... style and the low, low brow. Not low brow, low crown. <laughs> low brow. Everything is low Everything brow. Everything we do is low brow, that's Jesus. for sure. Why is it low brow here? Uh, I, you know, because it's nice to say fuck and shit and cocks and pussies. Everybody, and everybody doesn't really, um, words mean, it's nice to have it not mean so much. It's and funny. And people be freaked out by it, but there's still people that are freaked out by it. I was just talking about uh, the boundaries of using words like language with mm-hmm. a friend of mine today, and um, how it's strange how certain things, to me, they're just words, but they just sound like sonically, they just sound bad. Yes. Twat. Right. I hate that word. I absolutely hate that word. So if you ever hear me call someone a twat, it's like the absolute fucking worst thing I I'm can gonna call I'm going to say them. it's been, I don't, I could probably count that in one hand how many times I've actually used it other than talking about like now, like saying right. twat, you know, right. not really. Yeah, it's a, just a bad sounding word. Or like I make a distinction between tits and titties or, or, titties. or titty. 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 To me, tits sounds very derogatory. It's, it's, uh, it's one syllable it's 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 abrupt and it sounds and you can put something ahead of like hey sugar tits yeah (laughs) and that's derogatory i would say a derogatory like oh fucking sugar tits over here it's like or like in uh mash the movie you're like can you send me a nurse over here that can't get that won't get her tits in the fucking way like i absolutely (laughs) love that line and i was like 
Fuck, that's funny. It, I forgot. But, was that during the during the movie? Yeah, okay. yeah. It was during the movie, it was when movie they didn't say tits in the mash the TV show. Oh, I forgot. Remember that. when they uh, when the guys went it. to um, uh, they went to Japan yes. to operate on? It was like the general's kid or something like that. Yeah. And they were like, "We're gonna play golf," and they they just walked right in, like, "We need to take care of this kid. We need to take care of this kid now." And send me. I'm your gas passer. She's like, what is a gas passer? The like, anesthesiologist. And send me a nurse in here that knows what she's doing and doesn't get her fucking tits in the way. And I was like, Jesus Christ, this movie came out in 1970. Anyway, tits, I don't like that word. I just don't. Like, it bothers me. It bo- I don't like the way it sounds. I don't like the way the feeling behind it. But titties, when you say titties, titties is kind of funny. Like, oh, God, her titties fell out. Well, like, if you were like, sitting around with a bunch of guys like we do and you just felt like being a guy whatever that means because women do the same thing and they look at guys and they use derogatory absolutely but I don't I wouldn't even call it derogatory be just being a stupid ass I'm trying to think and, mm-hmm. and, and a woman walks by with a uh, a nice set you know a, a larger than average rack okay and I'm not using words I mean what would be the I wonder what the most popular term is after she walks by and go man just check out that girl's check oh. out the fun bags on that hose right. hound feeders maybe feeders <laughs> Jesus Christ that's like the most unsexy thing you I know ever I know say. that's but that's why it's funny though in There's, a way it, it, it's funny because it's so it's gross. so bad it's, it's so yes. so bad what I would you know what would, one of the things I absolutely love to do is do what you're talking about and like just people watch but with I have a couple friends in my past years ago I, I still do now but like it's but sit around with people of uh, mixed gender but all have the same sexual drive sure so it, lesbians bisexual whatever you want to call it it's like a, but a mixture of men and women and everybody in between and, and gay and straight that all but all, but all like boobs oh I see so yeah. like and you get you kind of get that feminine perspective like uh, like the, let's fucking call a spade a spade here. A like, there's a difference between the way guys, men who are born men that identify as men, sit around and are straight and are into women. There, there's a difference between the way they talk about that they're gonna think or talk about women than a woman who is a woman identifies a woman da, 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 but is attracted to women. So you mean the, a, she, actual you know, lesbian, an actual, actual lesbian, an actual lesbian, sitting around and you're like. And, and I've heard some of them just be like, good, like, just, like, just say some shit that like makes me go, oh, wow, I gotta fucking write that one down because that <laughs> one, that was way funnier than what I've ever said before. God, that's really crass. And hold it's on a minute. It's I'm incredibly crass and I'm glad you can get away with it because, <laughs> I mean, bottom line is that, you know, she can. But uh, yeah, the, I don't know. I don't know what the most common or probably it's the most common thing to say would, as somebody like that white walks by would be, God, look at those. Right. Would just be say you would just say those, um, right, but or I like yammers, to hammers, yammers, hammers, hammers, sweater kittens, sweater puppies. Yeah, sure, we can just go on out. But these aren't common terms. They're, they're just not common. common terms, but they're they're it, they are funny. But back to what I was saying, it's like there's just certain words that don't they sound good or they they don't sound good. Right. There's a few I was actually I have some on my phone. And here's the thing: there might be women that listen to this podcast that are going to be even offended that we're even talking about this stuff. But I'm just. I'm just being truthful, right? Because women get together and they have this similar. I've, I had a sister who was growing up in, into her adolescence. We had a, we shared a common, uh, you know, a common wall between her room and my room. And I got to listen to all this stuff when she was 15, 16 years old. Oh, so you had like a nice, 
kind of insight into uh, oh into yeah it. and that's when I learned to not really buy alcohol for women I, this, this is and, and I may have lost out on this because of her because she would always say that they were going to go out and of course this is when you were buying beer illegally or drinks right. and they didn't have any money of course they said all we got to do is we can get free alcohol from all these guys it doesn't matter we'll just flirt with them and, and get but, you know, so anyway I was hearing this over and over and over and over thinking huh well, I'm, I now I know this information, and I know that my sister has no interest in these guys. She's just going to use them effectively for alcohol, which I think is probably very common Incredibly or not common. not uncommon. But that that resonated, or it actually it made an impact on me, where I honestly, through the vast majority of my single life, which I've always been single, I never ever met a woman and bought her a drink. Like, just let me buy you. A drink. I, I never because of that. And it may have cost me social engagements or talking. Yeah, but it, it, I don't, it may have cost you a social engagement, but it probably saved you from some vapid piece of shit that's going to manipulate somebody just for free drinks. Maybe, maybe. Which I think is fucking great. Now, I can tell you, like, I've, I've definitely, I've had a couple female friends here and there that have just kind of made it known to me because I, I also have similar um, access to the female brain. And I just sit and listen a lot of the time. And it's working with predominantly females. And it's, sure. it's fucking amazing. It's great for uh, raising and talking to my kid. And it's it's great for my love life because it's like, okay, well, that's... Is that how you guys really fucking talk? And then it's because it, eventually over time, like you, sharing the common wall, you're able to listen to your sister and just kind of eavesdrop. And you know, like, okay, fucking get... I'm able to, since I've cultivated these relationships with these women that are, that are just friends of mine... Uh, over the years, they just kind of treat me like another one of the girls, which is why I like the other like the other day I was at work and one of them was like, oh, God, everything around me just fucking I'm so hungry. I can't stop eating. I'm like, well, you're getting ready to start your period because I'm getting ready to. And she's <laughs> like, how do you fucking know that? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I just kind of know like here. my deodorant's going to stop working the next few days. And <laughs> like, I'm all fucking stiff. And she's just looking at me like she's like, I feel so bad for you. Like, I feel bad for the men that work here. Like, you fucking should. Exactly. You guys are fucking mean as shit to us. You're terrible to us. That's why I just stay as fly on the wall. Anyway, I was gonna say. So to, I, go ahead. I, I'm sorry. I, I get um, you get a little bit some insight that most normal average males don't get. And one of them, it, I, I went off on a couple of them one time because they were saying they're like, ah, you know, like it was like the day before payday, and they like didn't want to spend, it didn't have much money to spend, and they're like. We don't really have to spend money going out, you know, because all we have to do is just kind of flirt or show off a little bit of cleavage or something mm-hmm. like that. And I get get free drinks. And I was like, you know what? That's fucking bullshit. That's absolute fucking horseshit. That is some. I, I understand and agree with using your femininity to get ahead. And I agree that, with that. That's because- my question. Is it is it really? I mean, I know what you're saying. It, it, should they do that because it is quote empowering? Because they're using their gender, like they men people say that men use their gender to and get we, certain and, things, and we have for thousands. So does of that years. mean? And this is the I'm not quizzing or judging. Is that a, an okay thing for a woman to do then? Because it's I think there's a fine line between empowering and being a dishonest piece of shit. Mm-hmm. There's a there's there's a very fine line there, and I think a lot of people cross that line by being manipulative. And I've I've I'm like first one to admit that I'm the one that can be manipulated that way. I'm not. I'm not a looker by any stretch of the imagination. I don't have shitloads of money. I drive an 01 Ford Ranger. It's a stick shift. It's not like I have shit that I can throw around, you know. Right. So like, I've never been one to manipulate people like that that I know of. If I did manipulate somebody, it was not of no fault of my own. It was no. I didn't wasn't need to intention. Do it. it wasn't was that not intention or whatever. Exactly. But I was going to say but that you're I, right. Like that's. I I, I've had a number of. Um, 
I have, and it felt really weird. I've had women buy me drinks, or I, a drink will arrive on my table. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't order. The, you know, the lady over at the whatever she sent you. The you know, that's happened. That's happened to me before too, but it's never one that I wanted. Right. To you, buy me I think drink. one of them I had a good conversation with her. So, you know, good conversation. I don't. I don't know. You I'm guys. Just, you know, <laughs> I guess. I'm sorry. Just, I don't. But what I'm saying is that. Um, and then I. And then my mind because. My mind usually isn't very active. I don't really judge or talk about people or not very, you know, I'm not a type A personality. I don't really think things a lot. I don't overthink things usually. You don't overanalyze? That's Never. Not, I'd say that's an accurate statement. You're so full of shit. <laughs> I'm going so, to edit in crickets chirping. So now, so now a drink arrives. Whoops. Oh, I just, that something really changed. Am I still on the, am I still on? Are we good? If good? you could not slap the table, that'd be great. <laughs> Hey, not Mr. Non-Type A, can you stop getting so fucking intense? <laughs> so anyway, so now a drink arrives. Okay. And no, uh, the lady over at the, you know, her over there, and he's new. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. And uh, so now, now my brain starts thinking. Uh huh. And then doesn't stop. <laughs> so, but now I'm thinking, wow, I have never done that. I've never bought, and she's buying me that. And now I start feeling funny or fucked up, or I'm going. Holy fuck! Maybe I should have been doing this for the last twenty years. I've been in bars, and, 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 and probably not though, because I'm saving money, and I, now I know Me, what's going on. And now meanwhile, I'm, two hours go by while you're <laughs> overthinking right. this shit. Everyone has left, and that woman is now at home asleep, or after using, banging someone else, or banging someone else, or has used her vibrator, and then she's yeah. like, "That's a right," and then that's it. Yeah, and then you're still thinking about it. I'm, I'm going, still to this day. I'm driving home, and I'm drinking. Driving home, like God, God damn it! If I should have gone over and talked to her after I went to the bathroom, I could have at the bathroom. I could have gone. Oh, thank you very much for the there should be Lowenbrow. The yeah, it's, it's pronounced Leuvenbroy. <laughs> Leuvenbroy. <laughs> I I'm definitely the master of the like driving home or like months later going. Fuck! I should have talked to her. Oh, dude. I, 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 it's it, the absolute worst. I you know when that happens usually to me when I'm taking a shower. And I'm actually shampooing my hair. And then this thought comes in out of fucking nowhere. I'm not even thinking about anything. It just It's like an arrow. It's like one of like from Braveheart or something. There's this funk, this thought arrow comes in and stabs in my gut and boom, courses in my brain. How in the, why the fuck did I say that or do that or whatever? Is that what you're talking about? That's absolutely All of a sudden a thing, ha- just nowhere, out of the middle of nowhere, this thought happens. And then you now you're thinking about this thing, this and that's, moment, this that's conversation. That's all you can think of. And then you just tuck that away in many other moments where you miss oh the fucking God. boat. I hate and love the human mind sometimes. I can't <laughs> fucking take it. I can't take it, Joe. It's so stupid. Here's what I it is. It. I had this conversation with someone yesterday, though. It's about how... Um, I, and I, I know... I mean, all joking aside, I, I know I'm, I'm in, intense. Really? You know, and I, yeah. And, huh. and, and and but we I, I think there are people like me who are you have some higher than average highs too you have some low you're intense you're upset about things but when I, I haven't lately been on a very big high about stuff because I've been so in, involved with certain things but but um, um, the highs I think are on average higher than the average high and the lows are lower than the average low for for me do you know what that's called yeah it's uh, bipolar yeah okay <laughs> I, was, I was just. Making sure yeah. that this wasn't one of those things that five years from now you get that air thought arrow like from Braveheart. You're like, fuck, that's bipolar. What the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck, Freud? But there, I know there are also things, the ways around this, right? You can take drugs to to clip the highs and clip the lows to narrow this band of highs and lows. Yeah, but you snip off 
both. Right. That's the and the, I never wanted to do that. No, I don't. Now I never was really diagnosed as bipolar officially, and that kind of. I, I just did. Okay, thank you. I, God, you saved me some money, Doctor Joe Feller's at thank, your service. I appreciate that. Um, but um, because I always thought that for me, that's part of my being a human. Even though it's bad, it's like it's like I wouldn't trade it out. I, I don't want to trade me for something else for cutting off the highs and cutting off the lows, and so I just kind of manage it somehow although as <laughs> unseemingly so it's being managed sometimes like really you're managing that like guy? really you're actually managing that yeah, oh my god funny. i see it unmanaged it, it kind of reminds me of like the kingman airport authority how they quote manage the airport oh shit i said it they manage the airport about as well <laughs> you I'm not, I'm not you manage your fucking bipolar tendencies about as well as they manage the airport yeah, let's call them bipolar because i i think that there are probably some you would know this a lot more than me <laughs> there are some people that are, are truly but let's not make fun of this i guess right because they're really truly bipolar that it's probably crippling absolutely and those are the people that really really require um uh medication and a lot of people don't get uh they don't they don't get diagnosed with it until way late in the game. Yeah. And and they don't they didn't realize that maybe early on the reason why they were drinking so like so young, they were drinking alcohol or they're smoking weed or they're doing whatever. Um, to basically manage so this. They were trying they were self-medicating yeah. and, and and then they find out way too late. Some in some cases they don't find out and then you know they unfortunately end their life by their own volition or by accident, you know, with uh, over-consuming substances mm-hmm. or become addicts or whatever. Uh, another one that is uh, another again another good friend of mine. Uh, she is well versed in such things. She um, explained to me that uh, adult onset ADHD, which we talked about the other mm-hmm. day, um, is a thing, and it can actually kind of manifest itself as a bipolar until you really get down. Like there's a series of symptoms, and you go, okay, well they're bipolar, da 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 da. And then they add like four or five other symptoms on the end. They're like, oh, no, you're not bipolar. You're ADHD and manage it with this little pill, da, da, da. And it brings you back to zero. And it, it, what it, I, I don't, I, I could not explain it and do it justice, but Google it. Okay. But it's a thing. It, it, it is a, a real thing as adult, adult uh, ADHD. And it's just kind of, it's not a simple thing like you throw Adderall. Or riddling at the at the problem, it's 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 more complex than that. But the question also is too is is there more, or is it just more recognized nowadays? Is it through some of our nutritional issues we have here? Or is there more ADHD now than there was thirty years ago? I don't think there's any more. I think it's just diagnosed better. And the, it's just and the, like the, the pharmaceutical like companies the, are very happy to sell you the pills. It, of course they are. I, and I think also the same thing goes with uh, not. I think I've been. It's been explained to me by folks in in that uh, not industry, but in, that are from that um, field. Uh, okay, from the field like uh, special ed and, and and so on and so forth, and all all facets of that is that that's why uh, autism is so it seems like it's more prevalent than it was. It's just not it's not more prevalent. It, they just know how to diagnose it better. They understand the the, the they understand it. Uh, and I shouldn't say autism. I should say the spectrum disorder. They they professionals now understand it better and can diagnose so there's more people people who used to get say well, that guy's weird or he's just quiet or man that, everything that guy says doesn't make any fucking sense or how come that guy can't socialize with the rest of us instead of them being weird or a geek or a spaz or whatever now it's like the guys now they have a name they, for they have, it they have a name for yeah. it and, and that uh, the same thing goes with bipolar and everything used to be called a um, mania they just call it mania that's right? true yeah yeah or uh, she suffers from mania. I, I, I love looking at those old 
the old psychology textbooks. Oh, Jesus, yes. Because I have access to some that are I've seen at, at, at the hospital. I've seen some medical, various medical texts that are that are well over 50 years old, and there's some crazy and shit in there. Of those texts and things like that and what they used to do, they still, don't they still do, and it truly is actually effective shock treatments and stuff? Oh, absolutely. ECT, man. So so is it, but it's it's very, I'm sure it's very more refined and narrow and very specific now than it, more than it used to be. Because they used it's, to, uh, like one floor of the cuckoo's nest, you know, that kind of thing. They don't, but they fry your brain. It's a little bit more in, involved in that from what I understand. And Carrie Fisher, uh, the Princess Leia, you know, just recently passed. Yeah, yeah. She did a, a ECT for, uh, I think she did like seven or eight sessions, something like that. I read Good her book. God. Yeah. But she did seven or eight sessions and she said that the bitch of it is, is that like the, the you know, nothing that you do to your body to try and fix things is going to be easy in any way, shape or form. It's a give and take. And with ECT, you lose sometimes uh, of, of your long-term memory a couple months. Hmm. Like you just don't want somebody was like, hey, remember when we uh, last went out to dinner? No, I don't. I don't. I don't remember that. Hmm. But she's not suicidal every day. Yeah, she's not ha- suffering from anxiety attacks every fucking day, every every hour on the hour. Now, how old was she when she uh, was last year? Right, yeah. pushing sixty. I don't think she was sixty yet. So she was. What did she die from? I don't remember uh, that either. I mean, that's not old. Cocaine obviously. residue. I have no idea. A lot of. I think she had a she had a heart attack or a stroke. One of the two. I've, I've forgotten. Joe's looking it up now. We're using our our cheat sheets. Yeah, no, I'm definitely looking that up. But I know it wasn't anything. Um, it, it it wasn't like an overdose or she didn't kill herself or something yeah. like that. It was. I believe she had a stroke. Uh, but anyway, yeah, she said that it was um, the ECT was uh, electroconvulsive therapy, which is what, what mm. ECT was. Um, really effective for her and helped her manage her anxiety and depression so much more than drugs ever did than any uh, on label or off label anything everything in between and uh it, and it's still an accepted thing so so are um uh so these, can, these maggots maggot therapy oh yeah stuff is so cool you it's, guys it's, use it at the hospital yeah it works yeah I, and i haven't works. i mean i haven't seen it in a long time because i had so just, these little critters stop eating when the Flesh is not dead. Yeah, they only eat uh, dead and, and dying flesh or decaying yeah. flesh. Yeah, they leave behind this beautiful pink. It looks like hamburger. It looks like ham- like healthy, fresh hamburger that was just ground. So when you guys use these, um, and I think you said you were involved in helping and assisting for some of this at some point, right? I, uh, yeah, I assisted yeah. Uh, putting it in, count, helping counts, putting them in, and, and taking them out one time. So you take them out. Are they done? Are they You, you kill them or you put they're them in? They're fucking engorged. Yeah, they're engorged. They're, well, they're yeah, they're done. You the maggots don't, don't last very long anyway. You, no, they, they, they really don't because they'll grow into flies. Yeah. And so they do. They get incinerated. They get put back into the same bag they came in. Which is, it's all sterile. They're raised, raised in a lab environment. Like we're not... Picking through the trash and getting there. Do you guys have have a weird topic? I'm just wondering. This is fascinating to me now. So, do you have these in inventory all the time? You're cycling through, and then some that maybe. So you always have some on on call. You have maggots on call. I I believe so. Yeah. Okay. So they're always there, and then and then. But if you don't need them for a while, then they just die, and you you get get more coming in all the time. Yeah, I think so. And I mean, we're talking about maggots. They they literally just grow. Like you just you just grow them, but they're they're grown in a lab. Actually, now that I think about it, I don't think that they keep any on hand because it's. It, I, I mean, I could. I, I could ask. I know somebody who works in wound care. So you probably don't need them on a moment's notice. Probably like not. something comes in, you figure it out, and you probably get them with FedEx the next day exactly. or something. So yeah. there. And why do I care about maggots that come in? I just is, we were talking. We were talking about uh, dated forms of uh, medical practices sure. and. It's like leeches. How about bloodletting? You need bloodletting out there. They don't do bloodletting, really. I don't (laughs) think that's a thing. Let out the 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 nasty humors or whatever. I remember at at this uh, Museum of Natural History in Fort Worth, Texas, they had these skulls, 
and they had big holes. They had bore holes yeah, in your skull. It's called trepanation. And remove, I guess, parts of your brain. Absolutely. And 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 they would people had suffered from headaches, or they uh, they they would suffer from all sorts. I of could different use that. Maladies. I had a headache this morning. It was bad. If I had a big old boring machine, I would have and just you know, big dude, hand crank it right in there. To, you need to Google. All right, folks. Google trepanation. T r e p a n a t i o n trepanation. And it was an old, a very old medical practice that goes back hundreds of thousands of years. There's there's hundreds. ancient hominids, hominids that were doing this. Yeah. Like, like that. In other words, they all Three figured out humans. that that boy ain't right. That, that, there's something wrong with him, so we're going to fucking drill out a skull. Absolutely. <laughs> I shit you not. Know, we're talking stone drills. So these were yeah. throughout Europe and China, I mean, different places all over the world. I wonder if they were going doing back this? to Africa. I mean, okay. like we're talking, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's just one of those, again. Like read a reading a book. What does trepanation mean? Let's Google that and then go. Oh okay. my God! This and there's is a that. Thing. And there's this. And trepanation was a thing that was done up until like the mid, late 1800s. Good Lord. So and it was and still to a certain degree we do to this day. Like if, I don't know if you ever known somebody had a traumatic brain injury or a brain bleed. Yeah. And they have to relieve the pressure because otherwise your brain's gonna die. They have to relieve the pressure of the blood that's in between the, the, between the skull. The, and the little film of uh, the membrane. Yes. Right? It gets between the, yeah. I don't remember what the membrane is, but the, you have a dura mater. The dura mater, which is like your spongy shit. Anyway, okay. so like it gets in there, puts pressure on your brain. So they have to drill a hole and they put a shunt in there and it just drains. Now it's kind of squirts, and drips it, out. It just, it just drips out and eventually the, the, if you, and that's, done to like it, sometimes the brain bleeds bad enough like they'll have to go and operate but sometimes it'll just heal up on its own and it's fine but that's still to this day still kind of done like they drill open people's heads it's fucking not fascinating. quite the same as it used to be with probably not the blunt same. stone instruments yes. and not like Jesus. all right take a deep breath one two bang God like they don't do that anymore but yeah there's a lot of those old medical practices that people that they're like okay well there there was some merit to this it's kind of like uh, deadly nightshade, uh, the plant. Okay. Right? Is, I don't know uh, about that one. You're not familiar with nightshade? No. It's a flowering plant. Okay. It's a famous poison. I'm pretty sure it was in Shakespeare. Hence, uh, deadly. Romeo and Juliet. Like, that's what. Oh, that's what they. Okay. Is. Well, I, know, I remember I've reading. I don't remember the name nightshade. of the. Okay. Well, how that. How. I uh, hang on, I'm gonna fuck up my cardiac drugs here, and that's how that's how you know I, I didn't think actually that was go to school the for it. Term what they used in Romeo and Juliet for some reason was night, nightshade. I, I thought it was I nightshade. I, I'm just thinking that I remember it is it was known for several thousand years as being something that you can give to somebody to kill them. Okay. Now you can also use that to bring somebody back from death because it, if I remember right, it increases your heart rate and decreases your blood pressure. That's what it does. So like if you have a high blood pressure and a low heart rate, you're about to die. So if you want to do the opposite of those things, you shoot somebody up with atropine, and that's what that's where it comes. What from. if you have high high blood pressure and a shitty low personality? Then what do you do? Cocaine? Uh, no, that's high. Uh, you, it's bad for blood pressure. You get into composites and start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wah, 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 wah. <laughs> All right, folks. Hey, with that, we're we're, I think we're we're fucking spent. So uh, y'all have a good one. This is Cartoon Casual. It's Wednesday. It team Trivia. Wednesday. Remember that. Always Team Trivia. Uh, come try and stump uh, Cartoon Casual. There you go. All right. You done, Paul? I'm done. I'm All out. Right, me too. Bye.
Mm-hmm.